but nature strip. He's a force of nature today. That's his fourth grip length in front. Can he do it? Chautauqua, he's flying. Yes, there's history. But this is a blitz. It's a weak blitz. Two in a row. And she joins the all-time greats of the turf. Winks as well. Hey there, Muggs, Moz here. I'm with the Bean coming in hot via the Zoom again. Whew. Mate, welcome to the uh, the internet world again, brother. Muggs, how are we? Good to see everyone again, or not see everyone, but hear all the, all the good reports. We had a pretty good um, pretty good weekend last weekend in the end. Mate, well, that's a it. Few, that's what I was... Uh, a few I was, juicy winners, that's what I was gonna even say. with the scratchings. Exactly. The Muggs are going to see a lot more of us, mate, because when, uh, when we do it via Zoom and we're picking winners... Oh, it's highlight reels for days upon <laughs> end. So yeah, mate, it was a it was a really good weekend for us, wasn't it? I think we had uh, five out of the nine. We picked the winner, or, or weren't too far off. And yep. as always, mate, we're not uh, we're not jumping into the dollar twenty favourites. Although that might be you this week. There was a few. Sh- <laughs> there was a few shorts. I think there was a few shorts. I think early, and then we had um was a Mushareb and another. A short price favourite. There was a bit unlucky in the third, I think. So there's a couple that were close, but the juicy ones we got. So that was that was handy. Well, that's it, mate. Nah, Mushareb. That was a tough watch, but we got to see the exact same thing yesterday at uh, wherever it was racing Wednesday race day at Doombin. The old Waller Army comes to town, mate. They just one of them goes to the front, the other goes last, and what do you know? They get winning. So. They get winners, but all we can do is just whinge at the time, move on quickly, find some winners for this week, and that's what we're going to do. So, mate, I think we might uh, we might get to the track this weekend. It doesn't look like a bad little card. What did you think of it? Uh, it's pretty good. There's a few sort of like good horses coming back. I noticed a few, I think it was in the last couple of races, eight and nine, there's a few coming up from Sydney. Fingers crossed we do see Stella Seasun because, spoiler yeah. alert, I'm back on there again, but I think there's Tonsor and a few others like that that are coming up and Persuade is still here for the Mick Kent and Mick Price yard. So there's a few sort of raiders that I think are looking for the drier surface perhaps. So they're hanging That's around. It. That's it, mate. Well, it's, uh, and look, last week officially kicked off Group 1 Fever for the Spring Carnival yep. and uh, Moz's sub in, very elegant. <laughs> mate, got the job done. And uh, well, we've got come too. We've got the Memsey this week, which we'll, of course, dissect a little bit later in the pod today, mugs and muggets. But, mate, big weekend at the farm, and we've got a ripper competition that we'll just quickly chat about now. You're pumped to work with the lads from Lynch, better what? Mate, we've been talking to Grant. He's, um, he's come to the party with a few few tasty bonus bets for the mugs in our little competition. So that'll be, um, that'll be exciting for the mugs out there, giving back to the community. So, um. Welcome to the mug at, at, mug, at mug Sphere, Grant Lynch from Lynchbet. Yeah. That's yeah, it, mate. Uh, <laughs> like a tongue twister. It is. And a few of the boys from, uh, there we go, might be able to see. I'll pop that up on the Zoom. Oh, lovely. Little... From Pines and Punts. That's exactly it, mate. So we'll have plenty of prizes. So it'll be up before the time you listen to this, Mugs. But take part because we're all about giving back, aren't we, mate? Hopefully, Jacko Brown's got the um. I'm not sure how the how the how Australia Post is travelling, but um, it's on it's on the way, mate. So yeah, mate. We, we swear we sent it. All right, don't yeah. uh, don't hunt us down and abuse us online. But mate, yeah. let's uh let's get stuck in race one back at Eagle Farm. I tell you what, I'm pretty excited to get back to God's country there at Eagle Farm. We love yep. Doombin, but you know it's like your little your kids. I'm sure there's one that you that you like more than the other, but you just can't say that too loud because the other one might hear it. But Eagle <laughs> Farm, mate, 
Rails Out 5. We're going to start the day with a 1,000-metre dash, Class 3. La Palmiere opens the market there again at $2.80. Now, we, uh, we laid this boy at last start, but second up could be a little bit fitter. Fisty Cuffs is back for the Edmonds Yard. Matir looks like a pretty handy little horse. Uh, yeah. And look, mate, there's... They're $3 in the market, those three. And then there's a bit of value outside of them with King Claws down from uh, from Rocky, I believe. Um, and right here, I'm coming down the others. So, mate, it's a, it looks like a three-horse market, but are you seeing it that way? Yeah, I'm, um, I'm, not, I'm not going the shorts with La Palmiere, but I, am, I have found fisticuffs on top. First up here for the Edmonds stable. Um, looks like a pretty solid bet. It comes off. A okay trial where sort of it wasn't asked for too much for Frad and they've got an apprentice on board. <laughs> one of the one of the better apprentices mm. though. I do um I, I don't mind Justin Huxtable. He, he tends to ride them pretty well, so he yeah. gets the two kilo claim he, uh, there. And I, think I he rode a few midweek, few winners. So yeah, I just I just think first up it absolutely flies and should be able to track sort of that hot speed with King Claws and La Palmiere running them along and I think um the long straight's the key to allow allow him to kind of wind up and, and should be too strong late assuming he's um with the trial he should be right ready to go here and yeah that record first up's pretty pretty solid. Three dollars thirty oh well, three dollars ten now but I think that's not a bad not a bad price in this sort of short market I guess. There's only about eight in the race so I think it's value. Mate that's it. Uh, I'm actually looking outside the top three there. I've come up with the North Queensland Raider on top, King Claws. And 13 bucks. I, uh, I actually thought this fella might start almost favourite when I was doing the form, and then the, the prices have come up. Um, but look, three starts back, I think it was. Sunny Coast has a third on the record to run for glory, um, just under That's a length. Strong. And, of course, you know, that thing came out last Saturday and, and won it for the mugs there in the lucky old get-out stakes, which we were killing it by then, mate. We didn't even need. Um, but I think <laughs> it might just have fitness on its side if it's a bit of a speed battle there with La Palmiere. Fisty Cuffs, the danger. But, again, you know, horses first up, you just take on trust. And Matir's yeah. one of those ones that it's going to be last um, and just going to need, you know, the pace has got to be on to unleash that little bit of a turn of foot that we've seen the last two starts. So three bucks, 13 I'm getting for King Claws, seven horse field, which uh, makes it tricky for the each way punters. But, mate, could be a good little start for uh, you, me, or both of us with a Quinella. <laughs> the Quinella would be good. <laughs> it'll be it'll be you hanging on or me just bobbing on the line. Exactly. <laughs> bit like the bit like the earlier meme, mate. <laughs> at a uh, yeah. at eleven forty a.m., mate. That's the exact start to the day that we're hoping for. So we'll take that, mate. We'll move into uh, to race number two. There, the No Wins Metro Handicap over the mile. Uh, and one trainer that is running absolutely red hot right now. Mr. Davey, Mr. Van Dyke from the Sunny Coast. Yep. He's got he one Betty in here. Is. Aiming for three on the trot. Barashiel, the white beast, uh, second in the market for five. And then, of course, mate, pretty big field, but a lot of them just seem to be battling away every week. So, yeah, I looked at it. Top two in the market looked to be the goer. Did you lean a certain mm -hmm. way? 
Um, yeah, I learned outside of them actually, <laughs> mate. There's a there's a bit of a push here for one. Um, I thought one for I thought one for Betty. Whilst it was a pretty good run on the inside at the Sunny Coast and did sort of um, it did it definitely did its best work late to get the job done there. I think um, there's one here from up north from the Coon Stable. Steals time that um, it was super in its last start. Um, comes down. It's been it it is being followed by Chris Whiteley and it's his only ride for the day. And you would have thought. I don't know if the I haven't I haven't actually double checked if there's a meeting up north or not, but it's a long way to come for for one ride in these interesting COVID times, and I think that that is a pretty big push there. Um, it comes from an open class, gets a half kilo swing on. I understand one for Betty and the hype around Barrakill as well, but I just think here on its last start effort, it was just charging down the outside and got the job done, and I think um, I think it could just be too strong here with the fifty four kilos. Yeah, mate. Well, look, I'm not. Uh, I'm looking the same region of the map as you. I've I've come up with Barrashiel on top. Um, I think we we noted it in the mug book a couple of starts back there when had a really good finish third to skate to Paris, which has yep. just been an ATM for the mugs lately. Um, second in that race was Persuader, who goes around later on the day as well as I think you know well in the market. So. I'm looking at that form to pay off, and this is going to be my one rule for the day that I'm going to break for race two, and that's the apprentice on board, E. Smith. I think it's a both doing it. <laughs> who, the, who the hell knows? But yep, uh, takes it down, you know, to 56 kilos. So that you know, five kilos on the favourite, and I guess your your boy there steals time, can hopefully be negated that little bit. Little bit, and those few lengths. The big white. The big great white. We'll see how we go. Mate, I think uh, I think I can feel the excitement via the airwaves for you for race three. And uh, Mate, it's yeah. ironic that you're wearing the greatness of the hat that you are with the Rothfire camp, who we love. Ooh. Shout out to the Rothy boys watching there. We're looking forward to the big boy coming back. But the one blemish on the record is this girl, Kisakano. Does the train yep. scoot along, mate? She's- Mate, she's back. Um, yeah, she, mate, she's on top. She's a star. That's it. And the, I think the key here is the 53 kilos and we finally get Muck Duplessis. Yep. He's back. My eyes <laughs> so lit up. You would not believe it. Yeah. Uh, so finally, um, in a suitable race where you can get a um, the senior jock on board, I am going to have a, um, a bit of a dabble on Clairview Star on the big open track. I'm not convinced that... Um, that's a give up job there yet. I think there's plenty of ability there. And I think Eagle Farm is is the go with the chance to wind up and a and a bit of a hotter pace, particularly with Acrobatic and a few others in here. Mashani Fraudstar, super effort. There's a few here that'll really sort of roll along. I think that suits Kisakano too, tucking in behind and that kind of thing, which well, is gonna, sort of how it beat the fire. So where you think she gets in the run? Because it, it does look like a bit of speed, doesn't it? Yeah, but she draws the ten. I think. Yeah. Um, I think if I think if Duplessis can just sit in behind that hot pace, I don't have an issue with her being ridden cold. She doesn't sort of have to lead and kick like she did last start. Like that that Rothfire victory sat in behind and just cleaned him up. So I, I think there's scope and stuff like that. But I will be having a place bet on Clairview Star at the four dollars or three fifty. I think it was. Mate, dead said. I, I I can't see what can beat the girl, the great girl. No. Um, but she's just she's just not going to know herself. I mean, if there was any knocks from her yeah, return... 53 kilos. Exactly. She carried 60, 63, 60. Gets yeah, in she's carried the grandstand. Set weights. Like, 
you know, it, it's a task. And that's why they have to put the apprentice on. Otherwise, she's lugging the grandstand and all of Australia yeah. is multi-bets. But like this, yeah. thing, you just see level weights that she's just that much, you know, that cut of above uh, the rest. I mean, Acrobatic was super impressive last start. Clairview Star, as you said. Yeah, he is sharp, yeah. You know, even uh, one one down from North Queensland again, Sing for Violets, putting together a nice little record. But I think there's a bit of Rothfire, Kisakano, Daylight yeah. for the rest of them in that uh, yeah. sort of three-year-old bunch. So, Is $1.55 a price or not really backable at that price? Jeez. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, 100%. We used to, we used to say no about, we used to say no about Winks at the twenty, but we, <laughs> oh. <laughs> we that, was, that was value every time, really. Hey, the worst thing is you, you just watch midway racing and you see these horses get backed into $1.30 on the tote that are maideners and you just think, yeah. A, who's, who's was, launching into these, but... You know, when Winx was a dollar fifteen, why weren't we launching into her? Because yeah, there's a track there's, um, record. Oh, it's ridiculous. There was one at um, there was one at Belmont yesterday. I think it was in the first dollar thirty-five. It was Grant Alana Williams into a dollar twenty-eight third. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, that with, with Winx first up at yeah, dollar ten and think, oh, way unders, please. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> please. So and that's very wrong. Anyway, well, it looks. Yeah, market looks pretty steady. So I don't know if we if we buy that time, we might get you know dollar seventy five, dollar eighty, which which just goes into every single yeah, get that. you've yeah. ever had ever. So big watch. The mugs are keen, mate. Race four. There's another couple of uh, mug favourites that go around here. Woman of Gold. Yeah. You know we're not going to know what we're going to get from this girl here at the twelve hundred. Barrier fourteen. Big bad Robbie Frat on board at four eighty. You beauty. Ziemba back from uh, back from a spell, yeah. you know, bit of a reliable horse there. Motor miss, third line of betting, all important. And again, mate, one of those big fields. Um, yeah. You could probably find a little bit of, of value here. I know you've you've been on Sweet As a couple of times. It's let you down. You might be telling me that you're about to jump back yeah. on, but you know, even Fox Pack, you got Jim Byrne on for the Heathcote Stable, going around at twenty one dollars. Race yeah, he race likes race. that horse too, Jim Bernie's. He's yeah. ridden that a couple of times. It's interesting. He doesn't jump. He hasn't jumped off it. I think he's ridden it every start this prep. So I don't know whether that's a push. But um, I've actually um, I've gone I've gone back to the um, the old faithful here in all important the only golem runner. That's the most important thing. <laughs> that's the um, that's that's the key. That's, that's the key tick. there. It's a big tip. But I just thought. Yeah, I just thought here with the um, got the three kilo claimer engaged again. Um, we're going against the rules here again with another apprentice on board, sixty two kilos. So we'll be carrying fifty nine. Um, I just thought here there was just a race again. I do this a bit sometimes with the speed maps, but I just thought it was devoid of speed. And first up, it ran fourth. It wasn't wasn't awful. Um, fitness is going to be sort of improving every race here comes here second up six of the same trip. And I think that gets its own way out in front for a fair few sectionals, which unless it's taken on and something does the old, the old Waller army job that we got stitched up by yesterday. I think, um, I think all important has this on its own out in front and at six or $7. Yes. I think into six fifty now, I think it's a pretty good each way bet to be honest, because if it's not taken on, it could steal this with the fitness edge. Mate, 100 bloody percent, and it's going to steal it because the mugs are going to be all over it. So, yep, exactly what you said, mate. Second that. 
Just gonna just gonna find the front easy. Yes, the apprentice issue. I don't know why we keep saying that rule. I break it every five minutes. Yeah, we'd be out. Eh? But, <laughs> I think uh, we got stuck to it, so we probably should just remove it. As yeah, well. exactly. We won't speak of it ever again. Um, but yeah. look, the obvious danger is woman of gold. But as I sort of said, you know, we know where she's going to be. That barrier just wreaks trouble, um, and there's just not. Well, if, if it all goes to our plan, there's not going to be the speed on for her to just unleash that, you know, last sort of 200-metre sprint. So, you're right, mate. I think all important can just dictate out in front, unless, around the turn, kick, lick, and dick them. Yeah, unless we're, unless we're eyeballed by Fuji Fly, but I think that's really the only speed danger because a lot of these are off pace. It's like Fox Pack's the same. When it's one, it's flown. Shweedaz can be on pace but doesn't ever lead. And then yep. the rest are all just battling in behind so I, I think we i think this could be a bit of daylight robbery perhaps that's it and even even fuji fly mate jumps from barrier 13 so yeah so it's yeah, going to be no work to get there yeah mate 100 and uh whew, i like it i mate, like this it. is this is a good race coming up next mate it's a ripper um i'm just sort of quickly looking through some of these horses coming back and oh i'll tell you what this is this is race of the year candidate mate and if there is one thing that we know with speed maps, there's super giant in this field. Uh, $4.50 fa- equal favorite. But yeah. first up over the 1400, obviously not quite its trip. We've got the ATM skate to Paris there as well, mate. But we know that there's one man coming back who likes to just <laughs> lick the lollipops, hand them out left, right, and center. The Candyman back in action. Queensland's favourite grey. 11 bucks, mate. First up, obviously bigger plans for the campaign, but it's going to be good to see the, uh, the big grey back, isn't it? Yeah, it is, mate. There's a, I mean, this is good. The Candyman can. And we, I think we'll... Um, I found this race pretty hard, to be honest, because I think um, I went through the form and Superjoint and Candyman, whilst this is neither of their pet distance in terms of what they're sort of... where they'll be targeted... They both have one first up at fourteen hundred, so it's not a complete, it's not a complete scrap job if you do rate either of them. I've settled from the draw with the weight. I'm trusting the first up record here, and I'm settling settling with Super Giant on top. But I just think he'll be he'll be out and rolling. Um, you make me smiles up from Sydney. I think it's. Is that a new yard or it, I, I thought it was with a different yard or is that the same yard? Um, um, he, he was the only boy, danger. Yeah. yeah. I just think from the draw, those super giant, he'll be leading. Um, shout out to Bob and Terry York, friends of the podcast who have a share in that absolute beauty. So um, I just think there I'm sticking, I'm sticking with super giant. I, I'm probably going to have a bet on the candy man though. I just have to for the, um, for the for the Brisbane racing fans, but I think um, I think the Super Giant can steal this again. I've gone yeah, an out and bold front runner here. Are you back on? Are you going to be skating to Paris or what's the plan, mate? One of my favourite sayings: if it's not broken, don't try and fix it. <laughs> Skate to Paris, mate. It's uh, it's looking for three in the trot. It just sets up for how it did the last couple of starts. I know it's back to the 1400, but the difference is now it's fifth run into its prep. It's rock hard fit. As you said, super giants, probably the obvious leader, but there's not a lot of speed around. So, you know, she'll probably sit just behind this, behind the speed um, and just yeah. loves that Eagle farm straight. So 
I'm on uh, I'm on Skate to Paris, sticking with what I know. But again, mate, pumped to see the Candyman back in action. What a what I love to just see him is just absolutely flying home for you know second, third, or fourth, and just getting the jiggers, mate. That'll that gets people to the races. A big <laughs> hero like the Candyman. I know there's one mate of ours, Isaac, if you're listening, but he goes through some tough times when he has a shit day on the punt, but. The Candyman loves the candy back man. to the track. He goes <laughs> yeah. just to see the beautiful thing that is the Candyman. So, <laughs> oh, licking our lips. And mate, before we get into the uh, the quaddy, uh, you know, we just we just like to ramble on here and have a bit of a bit of a fun day out. And last week actually ties in well for this uh, race six because lead in the market is Joymaker, who yeah. missed Beans get in the C segment last week with a heroic effort couple of weeks back to jag a win but is there a horse that maybe has uh just rubbed you the wrong way the last week or two mate that we can have an exciting new installment to the seat it, we, we do it's this is not going to be as ruthless as the other in the seas but mate you were you mentioned it i think last pod um slow hands has got to go <sighs> Was scratched on Saturday, comes out Wednesday. I, I do note that a lot of its runs have been on good surfaces and I know it's better on the soft. And don't get me wrong, yesterday was a pretty good run. So probably off the back of that, you could maybe dabble again. But, pff, mate, it, yeah, How many he's chances? gone. Like, How many yeah, chances? I know, yeah, it's, yeah. He's had, I, I've got down here, he's, he's had eight runs since January. That's the last time he's, he's won. But I think the key here is, which just does my head in, I don't mind if they have eight losses in a row. If they start at $40, you know, eight of those runs, and then the time you catch them, they're at 15s or 20s or something. But he starts favourite every run. He does. <laughs> He's, he's, he's $4 or shorter every run. So I just think, you know, he's been pretty plain. It's not a – there's probably a um, – there might be a just, you know, a small hook caught in the back of his leg that I might drag him back out maybe. <laughs> but, hey, but, but this, I'm on that hook. Keep getting that bloody sun. <laughs> but at this stage, mate, slow hands is in the sea. He's – um yeah, nah, no good. <laughs> Sorry, <Yeah>. Bart. <laughs> Well, I'm glad if you didn't take that segment to uh, the heights that you did, I probably would have jumped in and, and made the same argument, but maybe a little bit more of a uh, some choice words for the slow hands connection. You can't throw him in there with a few of the others that are in the sea, though. Like, no, mate, right. shown him, mate. Uh, yeah, he just, he just glimmers that little beam of light, mate, that just... Yeah, it's almost know. worse. <laughs> oh, exactly. Just keeps you sucked in. So look for him to start at $1.20 next start at Ipswich or something. Yeah, that's uh, right. That's a, that's a big, scary thought. Oh, well, mate, look, as, uh, as much as we love rambling about slow hands, the one thing that we do love more, and that's a, uh, a classic Brisbane Racing Club membership renewal benchmark uh, over the middle staying trips of 2,200 metres that we seem to get most weeks. And look, your boy, yep. Joymaker, mate, $4 favourite, drawing the absolute car park in Barrier 14 there. You got he runs away really strong last start fast net cyclone third line of betting there. Uh, I'm counting one, two, three. Chris Waller runners. Now, is it that obvious that we should appreciate that, or just go? You know what, Chris Waller can't win this. I'm going something else. No, he can go get pied, Chris Waller, in this particular affair. Joymaker, I'm sticking, mate. There's no way you'd be jumping off on its last run. It was absolutely super. Um, gets the 54 burn barrier 14 is no issue because um, this you know 
this race has more speed than the your local drug deal. It's absolutely outrageous. There's just pace all the way down the paper. I don't think it, I, I feel like it'll be 14 wide around the corner and Joymaker Jim Byrne will just be riding him backwards around the corner, having a beer as he as he comes into the straight. He's going to absolutely walk in with this tempo. Four dollars is overs. And I am going to be loading the barrel here. <laughs> Wolf, Scar. Mate, well, there has been a bit of early money, so you're not the only one that's thinking that. We know that you mugs listen at home, crunch them in after being declares joymaker every single start. Mate, <laughs> I'm, uh, look, I'll be, hopefully I'll be next year on Saturday and giving you a good high five if joymaker wins. But I'll appreciate an even bigger high five if mine rubs in because I'm looking at a bit of value and I'm gone with black log on front there from uh, yep. the Morrissey yard, $19 I'm getting for the log. Um, look at one, two starts back. And that was not a bad little field. I mean, he runs away, comes through that same race who starts second favorite here. So I think the thing with this horse is though, anything under 2000 meters, don't even bother. Yeah. To forget. Yeah. Run. It was 16 last start. I mean, yep. it was never a chance in that affair. Was it? That's like, it. And, and I remember, I remember watching that race because I think we were on Lady Salerno that day and, and absolutely yeah. won like a, a staying bar lap. It was super impressive. So I'm looking at uh, maybe they just had to get the run in. There wasn't a race available. So went around for a gallop at the 1600, but gets back out to the 2200 here. So hopefully that is the key to this horse. Um, and at that price, it's a ripper each way play. I mean, you know that there's going to be a setup for one of the Waller horses. But if your horse is in the right spot at the right time with those boys, just as much of a show. So that's right. Beautiful. Two to add into the equity there, Mugs. And hey, we're getting we're getting hot now because we're coming into the good stuff. The BM eighty mates. Ooh, fourteen hundred, hey? The old Miller's yeah, school benchmark. How much does this get you excited? Yeah, this is a pretty hard I reckon they get pretty hard. <laughs> I think earlier on I was fairly um, definitive with my picks, but they get pretty interesting the next couple of races. They're not as clear-cut as um, I think some of the earlier ones were. Well, I, um, mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with um, – I've stuck with, stuck with Persuader here. There was a few I sort of threw up. I'm not riding off Lovestruck. I think it's a pretty good chance in what's an open race. But I just think Persuader was – Really good that last run. Um, Prince of Ty will lead from the rails. Persuader should be able to tuck right in behind. And I think the way it sort of attacked the line, like you said, you backed um, Bar- uh, Barakil earlier. You've gone with Skate to Paris again. Yep. It ran, I think, second um, in between those two in that last start. Gets an easier run here from the draw in four. I'm trusting Huxtable to have a big day here with another one here with the claim. And I just think, um, I think, tying it in with that sort of form that you've been um, carrying on with, with good reason earlier in the card. Um, I think Persuader at 460 is a pretty pretty good bet here. Yeah, mate, second that. I'm on the, you persuaded me, hey? Let's go with that. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Exactly what you said, mate. That form line just sticks out as strong. And that's that's what I found hard about this race is there's, there's probably 10 different form lines coming into this yeah. race. Um, yeah. But we just know that that, form lines a little bit more proven so i mean it if you watch that replay mugs go back and watch it the thing was gone 400 meters out um and just yeah, just picked up again or something it, it, like woke yeah. up from its sleep or something and i was like what's exactly. happened here so it was obviously you know it's it's a warrior horse or just needed that run to probably top it up 
um, yeah. to get you know second up here at the fourteen hundred that it can do the job. It will the- need a it will need a strong ride. So hopefully Huxtable's been doing his bicep curls this week to just make sure he can straighten her up in the straight straighten him up down the up, down the eagle farm straight. Tell you what, because he well he's taken two off the horse. That's it. I want one kilo in each gun to absolutely ride. Yeah, exactly. This thing home. <laughs> absolutely ride this thing home. All right, mate, two to go. And we're, uh, we're starting to get interesting now because we come to Class 6, 1200. And one of those horses that we, we spoke about coming up, and this must be a new one to the Van Dyke stable because I think this was maybe with the Hawks team, Desert Lord. Yeah. So yep. the horse must have said... It's definitely nah. a Sydney, Sydney horse. Yeah. New, new so the horse said, no, nah, I want to come up to Queensland with Davey Van Dyke. And you get Maloney on board. And those, those two, mate, are striking at 50% this season. So, a dollar seventy though is all I'm going to offer you for Desert Lord, top of the market. Catesby, mate, ran its last two pretty solid there. Second line of betting. Guntante is at back. Ditmus, one of the favourite of the mugs. List goes on, mate. But Stella Seasun's in here, uh, sixteen dollars. Does she cross your cross your uh, T's and dot your eyes this week for you again, mate? Yeah, mate. I'm I'm sticking again. I had her and Tonsor on top. Uh, I'm potting the hot pot. I just think Catsby and I dream of green. If he's leading, that they're not going to go away. Guntante's only knows one way as well, and that's sort of out in front and bowling along. And I think that could cause a bit of a problem for Maloney and that particular horse. I just thought um, it, it's draws, it draws even better than it did last start in two. There's a jockey nom, so I don't know if that's more of a push that it's up here now and is going to run that. That I don't know whether that helps. I, th- I think there was a jockey on last week, yeah. though, and then it still didn't run. So, to me, I'm not sure what happened there, whether I'm there was sure some sort of query. But um, I just think um, – I, I think I've, I mean, I've written down in my notes, please run in Brisbane, Chris Lees. <laughs> so, um, I think uh, we're getting a similar price, 16.380, and I think the race sort of pans out similarly to how I saw its last nommed race, and I'm, I'm going again at the price. I think it's a good bet each way, of course. Yeah, mate, I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm sticking to my guns here as well, and you pretty much hit the nail on the head for my notes, mate. That there's no real just run in up. Brisbane. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Maybe it was the Doom and Track. I don't know. We're back at Eagle Farm because this girl, you know, from that barrier is probably going to be sort of midfield along the fence. So yep. maybe they just thought longer straight, give her ample opportunity to perhaps have that little bit of a late dash last. Um, Desert Lord, look, it seems to be a bit of a serious animal, but just that first up record scared me off. One from six. Um, yeah, it's just you know, ordinary, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, and again, it's one of those ones that it's, it's forms over, you know, the 1,400 to the mile. So first up run, probably a big watch, but $1.70, <laughs> um, I'd be happy to take that on. So, yeah, a bit of value for us both, mate. Guntante is a good horse. I'll be, I'll be looking forward to seeing how he comes back. Um, Ditmus, mate. Mm, nah. He's just, yeah, he's becoming off. a bit of a, yeah, he's well, becoming a bit of a problem, isn't he? He just doesn't win. I think he just missed his opportunity because this field is just a little bit tougher than what he's faced the last two starts where we've sort of backed him in. So watch him win by five lengths now. <laughs> That's, <laughs> how that. That's how it bloody works. <laughs> Candyman and Dipness, mate. We need to have a bet, side bet on just for. So, Mugs, yes. not official, but if they either of them win, we'll just go back through the old uh, podcast. And we put it up on the Insta stories. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Claim it after. That's what most people do anyway, right? Yeah, that's right. 
All right, mate. Well, look, last race here at uh, the Eagle Farm, and then we'll get stuck into the juicy old mm-hmm. Memsey Stakes. But again, we've got a few Raiders coming up. And uh, yeah. I noticed that a horse has somehow, some way, uh, climbed its way out of the sea to line up here again. Yeah. Hey, Onyx back, mate. Oh, no. Believe it, <laughs> believe it or not. It's like, mate, it's... It's a funny bad smell. I wish it'd just go away. Before, before you <laughs> just, carry on. Just retire. Before you carry on too much about Kaonic, because we'll get there, Eliphorus is probably that, uh, well, Eliphorus is probably in the lifeboat that Kaonic is in getting its way back to sea. It's one of those horses that, again, just, well, hasn't done much, has it? But it starts here at $3 favourite. Um, the Kingdom, mate, you know, another one of your favourites. Fighting Tio, another yeah. one of your favourites. Right or the wrong, one of your favourites. So this is the <laughs> yeah. this is the beans who's who of uh, Brisbane racing here. So, mate, take Plus it away. Yeah, oh, oh, I hate this. Race. I'm so sick of this crap every week um, that the BRC keeps putting on these um, the, the local Waller, the local Gold Coast Waller stable handicap. It's Last a race disgrace. of the day, Brisbane. Yeah, I know. It's I know. Yeah, we we need. All I'm saying to the mugs and yourself is uh, we need to be in front come this race because it's going to be an absolute stitcher. I um, I am going back to one of my favourites though. <laughs> You're going to love this. I don't think um, I don't think due for the C yet, but I'm giving right or wrong one more chance. I don't think. <laughs> not 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 going to the C, but I'm giving one more chance. I think. Only had one run at the distance. That was a second. It swallows the line every time. And yes, I know it could be one of those horses that just is the best fourth and third you've ever seen. It's one of those ones. But I want to give it one more opportunity here to have another go. Brad Stewart is um, is on and it ran pretty well last start under him. Only lost, I think, two lengths. And it was kind of, it was sort of bumped in the straight that was at um, Eagle Farm as well over the 1600. It was bumped sort of halfway down the straight. I think it still did pick up and on a pretty good second. So in a ridiculously open affair, right or wrong, uh, it's the last chance dash for me. <laughs> I think you're disgusted. There's silence out there, mugs. There's silence on the radio. And if you can shut Beemos up, the only the only person other than myself who's been able to shut Beemos up with a comment is um is is um is is past cat winks i think he was always pretty quiet when he was ducking around but everyone else he seems to chirp away so what have you got for me big buddy mate i just wanted to really just let that sink in more than anything. More are you than with anything. me are you with me uh, no i'm not mate i'm afraid i'm not um i'm hunting some value here in the last and i'm going to give you two picks because my top picker is first emergency so might not make the field but that's happy go plucky for moz on top um, and I'm spewing because I, I did see it come up at about 19s and it's into 13s. So some uh, some loyal fans of the mugs have seen my notes from the last couple of runs um, because it's just been screaming out for this trip. It's just been hitting the line, getting caught up in traffic. Um, so my notes pretty much said get out to 1800 plus and we'll have a we'll have a dabble. So happy go plucky. I think has got a bit of value outside those sort of top three or four, which are who knows. This race is honestly, it's awful. It is dead set awful. Honestly, like back to the Brisbane Racing Club, 
you're putting this on last where we're all going to be hating life after watching this race and it's our water <laughs> burn. And then you expect us to come back next week and do it all again. Like, yeah, get get the hype up. Yeah, they should put this race should be, you know, first or second or something. But if you're yeah. a bit late and you're hungover from the night before, you miss it anyway. That's that's where it should be positioned in the uh, exactly, in the mate. Or stuff, anyway. That's it. Or your Uber's late or, or something happens and you're like, oh, it's yeah, only something's, race one. something's gone wrong. That's it. At least yeah. if Candyman was running last, you just say, hey, just take take Candyman around for another lap just so we can watch, uh, <laughs> watch her go around. Uh, but, mate, so happy go plucky first choice. If that comes out and gets scratched, I'm going to go Satono Raisin on top. So from yeah. the Wally Yard, I'm not going to get caught no. out here. I'm not going to get caught out here. But what, uh, what caught my eye was two starts ago, um, it led up here at Doombin and was a really solid fourth at the 2200, and that was the day, again, the Waller team were up and just did what they do. Its next start yeah. went on to the Grafton Cup, um, and it drew the absolute car park. So this horse's go, which I think they've figured it out, is just to ping the lids, get to the front, and hopefully just outstay. Strap, strap yourself in. <laughs> Pretty much. Strap yourself in, mate. Barrier three. It's just going to get the opportunity to do that. Whether it does or not, it's a bit of a cat kind of a horse too. So... But a 30s, mate, it's not a bad little way to end the day because what have we got? We've got uh, 12 runners in this race. We could back all of them and still not get a winner. That's the kind of yeah. setup it is. It's that kind of affair, isn't it? Yeah. It is. All right, mate. Well, let's, let's get that <coughs> taste out of our mouth because uh, Group 1's are back, mate. We dissect the Group 1s each and every week. The scorecard mm-hmm. reads Moz 1, Bean 0. Yep. You've got a chance to... Uh, to catch uh, up on the gap, yeah. mate. Catch up on the gap. We've got the Memsey, 1,400. Looks to be a soft down there at Caulfield. Behemoth, the favourite. Savitiano backing up from last start there as well. It's sort of that field that, uh, you know, PB Lawrence a couple of weeks ago, a lot of them come through that race. What caught your eye there, mate? Is there one? Is there a couple? Um, there was a couple that caught my eye. There was one um, one that's a roughie that's a bit of a smoky, and it, I mean, it is Caulfield, so I think it's one of those ones where the, the way the track plays has a pretty big impact on who wins the race <laughs> most of the time. Um, I thought Mr. Quickie, yeah, I thought Mr. Quickie first up, if they do run on, which happens from, you know, it, it's sort of like a blue moon or something like that when they run on at Caulfield, but if it is a blue moon kind of day on the weekend, I think it could run a pretty bold race at 26s and 7s first up for the Stokes Yard and, of course, um, the ownership of the famous Peter Moody. Shout out to Moods if you do tune in. But I've, um, I'm, going back to a, I'm, back, I'm going back to the um, back to the well, the Tasmanian well, and I'm going back to Mystic Journey, I think. Um, I think second up here is the key. We've got Billy Egan, who, who if he's not the best jockey in Australia at the moment, I know... Damien Oliver won the Scobie Breezy last night, but I think the way Billy Egan's going, mate, he's an absolute, um, he's absolutely flying. Um, the distance here, it's um, two from three track and distance. Second up is it's go. It draws the four and should be able to tuck in behind. Sabatiano is going to be on pace, of course, but that's coming from 11. And then you've got Be Good to Your Mother and Streets of Avalon, which are both drawn outside Mystic Journey. So I think if it can hunt up and probably be on the rail, either one back or one out, 
in that sort of position in behind those three horses that should all be pushing forward. I think the explosive turn of foot, that final um, sort of two, three hundred, it's a, it's a, it's an outstanding chance and getting $10. I saw, I think last night, I think that's just ridiculous. Yeah, mate. Well, look, I'm yeah. going to tell you what the, uh, the scoreboard after Saturday is going to read at Moz two being one, because I'm on Betty here as well, mate. Mystic journey, hundred <clears> percent, <throat> mate. Like I think it just, uh, just been a little bit forgotten about in this field. If you, yeah, I think so. I think people are just writing it off from what it's yeah. sort of it's those few oh. issues it had. Yeah. Exactly, mate. And look, it's back on track. Mugs, if you go watch the replay of that last start, it jumped from barrier bloody whoop whoop. Was was four wide the whole trip. Never really got a chance to come into the race. And I think Billy Egan just sort of nursed it through the line. But it was nursed through the line, coming with you know Regal Power, Acadia Queen, who was sort of. At the bit. So I think there was still yeah. plenty of horse underneath. Second up, you're right, Barrier Force is going to sit in the prime position to just, you know, just just be in the right position to actually have an attempt rather than yeah. doing the work yeah. to get there and then hopefully something dies in the ass and that's the only way they're going to win. So I think we'll see the real mystic journey here this weekend, mate. It's going to be, well, it's going to be a pretty good watch because that race in particular might separate the tipping comp um, so if the mugs follow us in, ten bucks to cheer, cheer, we'll be cheering. Yeah, love it. yeah it's what I think. I think in these big group ones, maps are the key. I mean, apart from uh, very elegant, which you famously tipped last weekend, which was just a stupidly awesome run, four wide around the corner, and then yep. finding. Oh, I was um, never confident. Put it that way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you would have been swearing the TV. I'm sure, but maps are just one of those things in these big races where it just plays a it plays a huge part in sort of where they end up. So yeah, I'm I'm with you there. Spot on, mate. And, and I guess that, that can just be said about Bohemoth here. Like, yeah, I think everyone was declaring Bohemoth before the barrier draw. And barrier two, it's going to be dead last, if not, you know, that last three or four on the fence. It's going to need... It's not It's not the place to be at Caulfield. No, well, that's the thing, mate. You've got to be, you know, top half of the field at least with clear running to, to really have a go at Caulfield. So... Yeah, oh, Craig will probably Craig will probably still be on the cans from the Scooby Breezley Awards night on Tuesday, crying, trying to trying to trying to wash away his woes from not not winning it over all of us. So exactly, mate. I heard he tried to protest the results, pulled the yeah, old yeah. Palantino yeah. bloody excuse again, mate. Still haunts yeah. me. <laughs> oh, mate, look, it looks to be a bloody ripper weekend of racing. So mugs listening at home, join the comp, join the group, get amongst it. We're here to find winners, mate. Are you are you pumped or what? Yeah, it should be a good weekend. Looking forward to it. We're going to be at Eagle Farm, which will be super duper. So looking forward to getting out to the hallowed turf again and have a couple of cheeky beers and enjoy the good times out there with my favourite members, uh, the BRC, mate. Love it. That's it, mate. <laughs> we can't wait to say hello to you, Brisbane Racing Club, all over again yeah. for another Ripper Spring Carnival coming up. See you, mugs. Yeah.